The car came round the curve in the gravel drive, and there was the house in front of them, magnificent in the sunlight. Catherine drew in her breath in a gasp of pleasure. This was the house in which she had been born and had grown up, long before she had fallen in love with and married Charles Standish, and moved to England, and then to various capitals of Europe. Now, in the late spring of 1934, and after so many years away, Catherine was coming home, and bringing with her Charles and their younger daughter Eleanor. Charles sat in the front seat of the limousine that had collected them at the Washington DC train station. He looked back at Catherine, who was in the rear seat next to Eleanor, and smiled at her obvious pleasure. She had not seen her parents for many years, and now, on the occasion of their 60th wedding anniversary, she was bringing her family to celebrate with them. Charles, of course, they knew. Margot, the elder daughter, they had met years ago. But Eleanor, they had seen only as a small child, and she herself had no memory of it. It's beautiful, mother. Really gorgeous. Eleanor did not have to pretend anything. The house was huge, but so graceful in its lines, pale against the dark trees towering around it, including slender, exquisite dogwoods in bloom. She had not seen them before, and all along the drive from the station to this outer suburb, she was bewitched by their exotic pale grace. The car reached the front portico. The house looked full of space and sunlight, with a sense of timelessness, as if the troubles of the world beyond could not touch this place. Eleanor felt a great sense of peace as she opened the car door and stepped out. It had been a long journey by train from London to Southampton, then the trip across the ocean, the excitement of New York, a little shopping, a little sightseeing, and finally the train to Washington, the nation's capital. Now, at last, they were here. The massive oak door opened. It was not a butler or a maid, but an elderly woman, elegantly dressed in the palest green with a cream-colored lace collar. Her silver hair looked casually pinned up, but Eleanor knew how difficult that was to do so gracefully. She herself had given up attempting the look that bespoke a very skilled lady's maid. Eleanor drew in breath to speak, but her grandmother, Dorothy Baylor, spoke first. You must be Eleanor. Welcome to Washington. Dorothy smiled, but her eyes went to Catherine, now stepping out of the car on the other side, assisted by Charles. The women went towards each other, and they hugged. They were the same height, with the same lean, effortless grace, even the same high cheekbones. Catherine's hair, however, was brown, with soft auburn lights in it. Charles approached them, smiling. Hello, mother-in-law. He stood back a little. It was a long time since they had seen each other, and it had been an uncertain relationship at best. He was English and had taken their only daughter to live in England, and then several of the various capitals of Europe, as he rose in his career until he was a full ambassador. Catherine turned in a single graceful movement to include him. Eleanor saw the light in his face, and the tiny knot inside her eased. A moment later, Wyatt Baylor was there, behind his wife. He was tall, imposing, his hair thick and iron grey in colour. His face was hawkish, redeemed of harshness only by the charm of his smile. Now he strode forward and hugged Catherine, quickly and hard, 
then turned to Charles, grasping his hand with both of his own. Welcome, welcome to Washington.